0: This time I'm with my man, and these women are putting their hands all over
1: his Yamamoto Kanzas, whatever I iPod. and I'm much, much unhappy about that. I'd hate to come down to the level and become a BW, a basic woman, but if they don't stop, it's going to get scandalous. oh
2: I like that you cut out. Yeah, I know. I, it was I about to that get... It was right. actually about like, man, this is a great pick. Yep. And then it was yep. about to drop right out. This is the year, though, I think, Zach, that we're going to do the Spotify playlist. Because we always have guests that pick really good music, and then we don't put them on a playlist. This is the year I'm going to do it. Because everybody's Spotify like thing is out. Like their whole... You know, Zach, you know what I'm talking about? Like their Spotify preferences? Yep. That's out. This is the year I'm going to do the Spotify Harder Brunch playlist. Yeah, I don't, I, we've never had a, a, a this podcast start out with just Zach and I having a conversation, so I was buying some time for Doug to get the headphones. Was that the handoff? The music's over, yeah. Oh, that was a... It's, not, was... it's not Zach's fault. I kept talking to him. I forgot that he had his hand off the headphones.
3: So <laughs> we're, what working. I, what are... we're working at a job where we share headphones. I heard like barely some music and yeah. then Chris it just rambling, so I thought we were just hanging out. I didn't realize that was the intro.
4: Yeah. It yeah, was It, it was, was it, good, that actually. A you want to redo it or you, you want to go with this?
3: Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. (laughs) I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me is my co host, Chris King. Hello. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last white dragon. Give it up for sauce lord Zach. Hey there. Two very special guests with us in studio, Jenna V and Nally Bainer. Welcome to the program.
1: Hello. Hi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Now, say it one more time, but more awkwardly this time.
1: (laughs) Hello? Hello? Hi.
3: Welcome to the podcast. Uh, And welcome to a very, uh, you guys came on a very interesting day. It wasn't a traditional uh, heart of brunch. We did do a pop-up at Gomez Barbecue. We just did a brunch takeover with um, uh, Sauce Boss Zach, myself, and Chef uh, Alan Sternberg, each doing a different course. How'd we do? What were your thoughts? Your uh, what was your experience like today?
4: It was delightful. I ate myself through all three courses, and uh, I'm currently trying to avoid a food coma.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm full of biscuits, Dyke. (laughs) Full of carbs.
3: I've always said that about you, (laughs) Natalie.
1: Real full of biscuits.
2: That is regular. Harder brunch podcast though yeah you should always feel, feel this they're way. always full of
3: biscuits yeah yeah this is the way you should feel at the beginning of the podcast you should be like tired kind of wanting a nap kind of like the food was great but why did I agree to podcast like yeah. that's that's the <laughs> yeah. headspace you should definitely be it uh, yeah so normally we'd have you over and cook uh, brunch but we did the uh, we did the pop up It was our second pop up there and I yeah. think I gotta say it was real successful I wanted to say. Big shout-out to everybody who came by. A lot of comics. A lot of comics mm-hmm. came yeah. by. Yeah. It's great to get uh, support from the, the local scene like that. And then uh, I think just some, uh, you know, random, like... Uh there's some people that came for the podcast who I have no idea who they were. Or they came for the brunch. I was going to say. Not yeah. just like stopped in. Yeah. They came and I have no idea. I, don't,
2: I would imagine that. I mean, it's a, it's a, I was, you and I were talking about it before, people go into that place even if there's not a podcast thing. So there are people that just wanted breakfast.
3: No, no, no. These are people that came in and they're like, hey, we're doing a, like we started with the bit. And they're like, yeah, well, that's what we're here for. They're here for the podcast. Yeah. And you didn't know them? No. Yeah, but isn't that what you
2: want, though? Right, Dyke. You want to do a bron- uh, like a pop
3: up for yeah, your. Yeah, they're fans, but it's just weird not to know like. Yeah, that's- not to know all my fans by name. I
2: think that's the goal, though, right? Like, yes. well, like right now we know them all by name. Most of <laughs> them are in this room, and we want to know. We want it to be a situation where we don't know them. That's what we goal. Our goal is. I apologize Death's if he strangers. accused you two of being fans.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. We I was. Fans. I was definitely not
2: talking about the two of you. I meant the other people that are sitting on awkward, weird chairs. We're we're. <laughs> We're a lot of the fans, so it would be nice to have a, a situation. It's not like Gomez sits like 45 people. It's not mm. like a big place. So having, I don't know, two people come in that you didn't know, that's a plus. It was popping in there. It definitely was popping. Yeah, that's there. great. That's
3: amazing. Also, everybody showed up right at the beginning. Like, I feel like last time, and I understand it's yeah. brunch hours, but yeah. like, last time I felt like it was staggered throughout the day. Yeah. I felt like everyone was there at like 11.58. Like this is a standard debate on. we have,
2: though. What time did you actually start the brunch? What time did it start? 11, Eleven, so clock. like a like a brunch time, mm-hmm. like brunch time. People showed up, brunch o'clock. Mm-hmm, brunch o'clock, and then you're saying you went till one. So you're saying at lunchtime we went time, till two, right? And then you're saying after the brunch o'clock, that's when they died two, out. Two, is what you're saying? Two thirty, I guess. Sure, but you understand what you see what's happening, right? Like yeah. you you said, hey, people come for brunch, and then when look the Chris, I, I'm I I
3: you're like a, a prompt <laughs> brunch goer, yeah. But let me tell you, my people, yeah, the dirt bags. <laughs> Are people like to I just sleep in? Why we don't call it harder lunch. I got. It, I actually, got look, I'm, I'm pretty sure always, the consensus was that we should have started earlier today. I got a. Yeah. I got a. I got a. I got a, I got a message from somebody who apologized that they missed it because they had slept in. Like yeah. those are my people, The people that wake up and they go, "Man, it's 1:45. I wish I could get some breakfast on this Sunday, but I slept into it. Come on down to harder lunch. Yeah. We got you. Yeah, we're always doing. <laughs> we're always doing dinner,
2: and with a <laughs> waffle. That's what it is. <laughs> Harder waffle dinner is what it should be called. <laughs>
3: so then the other thing here, do you ever have like a really good idea, or you think it's like a really good business idea? So I, like yeah. we last yeah. time we made the, there was uh, we have the harder brunch hot sauce that Zach made. Yeah, and it was a big seller last time. Everybody was really yeah. into it. We, 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 Zach we, sells a lot of that sauce. We, yeah, he's the sauce boss. So. It's his number one selling hot sauce. So he we sold out of it. So this time I was like, you know what, we should do. We should uh, give away free bottles of hot sauce to anyone who signs up for the Patreon. Oh, nice. Which I thought was a good selling point. And then Thad uh, took it to be the salesperson for me since I've been in the kitchen. And he did a terrific job selling hot sauce. a fantastic salesperson. Here's the problem. Everybody just wanted to buy a bottle of hot sauce. Yeah. Because when you get a Patreon subscription for a bottle of hot sauce. They, they feel like they're getting a subscription to that bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> You're
2: like, How much is that
3: hot sauce? $3. A month.
2: <laughs> but Forever. just this one. So yeah. you basically introduced into to like a payment
3: plan <laughs> yeah, for a single that's... bottle of hot and sauce. was like, no, I just want the bottle of hot like sauce. Like if
2: you, if, if Rent-A-Center offered a hot sauce, that's the business plan you offer. Like, hey, if you don't pay the $3, you know, in October in 2023, we'll come repossess the hot sauce.
3: I think that's how everybody took it. They didn't take it, it as yeah. like, oh, well, this is a great deal where I get this extra content in yeah. a I free mean, bottle a of hot deal. sauce. it's a
2: terrible deal. It's a terrible deal if they don't want to be Patreon <laughs> subscribers because i otherwise you know after a while that
3: Sorry. that hot sauce is actually very expensive my dog just licked my she- my my uh, octoberfest
2: yeah he's still licking your arm well that's better than Aww. the beer he's really he's going to town he knows
4: like <laughs> he needs to clean you yeah you <laughs> <Are> we- got <laughs> Very earnest
1: eyes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what—I've never been able to to put such a fine point up, but Cody does have very earnest. Everything he does is in earnest. Like when he's farting under the table and barking at people, like he's always like so earnest about
3: it. She's right. He's He's very—he has very expressive features for a dog. He always looks very... He usually just looks uh, concerned. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. this would be a very interesting podcast if it was a video. This would be awesome.
4: (laughs) He's like, Dad, you've been cooking. I taste the flour. I'm
3: going to put... I'll put some pictures of my dog. You're, You're right. You're absolutely right.
1: I think you should.
3: Yeah. Um... What are we talking about?
1: This got so fucking <laughs> being a brunch
3: podcast. Oh no no no! no. This is great. No, this you is how
4: we were talking about the food.
3: No, I want to. Yeah. I want to. And then I want to. I want to talk about you guys because. Uh, yeah. I want to start off with a compliment for both of you. Sure. I think that both of you are obviously uh, hilarious Indianapolis comedians. Oh. Um, but outside of that, both oh. of you I've noticed are people who you guys show up and support other people. You show up. And you support other comics. You support women. You support people of color. You support even just a regular whack ass white guy comic. You, uh, but I've seen you—the you one
1: who needs it most. <laughs> Are
3: you talking about Zach? Huh? <laughs> uh, no, but like I've I've seen you both uh, show up at shows. You didn't have to be at and go out of your way to really support people, and like I think that's. Really important in our scene, and I wish a lot more people did it. And I just wanted to say shout out to both of you for being cool.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
3: And then the other side of that coin, I like to start <laughs> oh, off. Oh oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so that's is all downhill from here.
2: Well. That's all you're gonna get. Everything is terrible. After no, that.
3: The, yeah. these two, like I said, they're both hilarious comics, and yeah. I'm very excited to, to get to talk to them. Sure, but they did kind of ambush me to be on the show. I yeah, was, we Oh, they, okay. they 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 me like a pack of velociraptors. Like one yeah. came from the front, the other sure. one came yeah. from the side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is. And didn't then we I was we trapped. brought
2: didn't we bring the story up like two episodes ago? Weren't they brought up? Yeah, when, yeah.
3: They were the velociraptor
2: because no, I, know, I, I know, man. I was on the show because I listened to it. That's well, the reason I listened to it because I'm there. I'm not, not, I don't listen to the recording, but in person, I, I am listening.
3: The, the main problem with that, the main problem was what happened was, uh, uh, Daryl Honquest. Yeah. Who, who's great had asked to be on the show. And I was yeah. like, there's a long queue to be on the show. Yeah. And then you guys came up and asked me, can we be on the show? And I go, yeah. And then I forget which one Absolutely. of you it was, I think it was Natalie. But you immediately swiveled to the first person you could see who just happened to be Daryl. Yeah. And it was like, we're going to be on Harder Brunch. And I was like, no, not him. Why I, would think, you? I think
2: the connection you're not making oh, is the fact no. that you, he said, can I be in the Harder Brunch? And you immediately said, there's a cue. And mm-hmm. then two women came up to you and said, can we um, be on the podcast? And you immediately said, yes. Yeah. And definitely didn't follow it up with "Don't tell anyone." I didn't. But think that. you should have because immediately, it. apparently, it's a line of people getting into this podcast where you make food, and then they asked, and, and, and you said yes, and then you would just after you told the man, it who wasn't, really, it wasn't like.
3: Boom 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 this happened and like it seemed it, like that it, the way you told the story. This happened like Daryl asked me and then like yeah. two days later. Right. They attacked me like why Jurassic were you, Park
2: style. Why were, <laughs> why were these ladies like you were very pro like to them beyond
3: he's like he was cute? Yeah, what changed up. what in happened two days? Yeah.
2: He ended up being on our show and you almost killed him twice.
3: Well they, they caught me off uh, like off <laughs> kilter, you know? It was yeah. like sure. we,
1: we knew when he was vulnerable and yeah. we struck. Yeah. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. they are like he's he's had a drink.
2: That's yeah. it, that's really? all it takes. <laughs> he's this got whole podcast this whole podcast is Dyke at yeah. his most vulnerable. Vulnerable.
3: No, but yeah, that was that was the funniest part to me because it, was, but it all ended up working out because yeah. uh, Daryl ended up coming on anyway. Yeah, so he got the good spot. Almost then it, died. Then it was really funny.
1: Dyke
2: almost fed if him he, a sandwich of bones. I don't know if you guys listened to the last episode. I haven't episode. Heard that one yet? Yeah. Oh, my oh well, God. listen to it. Spoiler: then I'll tell. It. Well, yeah, it, it, the thing is, it's it's a lot of Dyke's fault. He did put the responsibility <laughs> on the guest. And said like, well, he should have known that even though it was in between two pieces of bread, there was bones in it, right? That was a Nashville hot
3: chicken. I stand by my. It story. was a yes.
2: it was a thigh, sir, <laughs> that definitely had bones in it. And when you fry stuff, it's an uh, it's a just a, a blick. It's just a shape.
3: It wasn't it's, a sandwich. It was served with two pieces. Listen, of
2: bread. No, Listen, no, it was
4: it, it was sandwich made. It was no, it was a sandwich because right. the yeah. bread was on top too. Not just. Anytime any you have, any any you have a single a single sandwich. piece
2: of meat with two pieces of bread, what is that? That's a that's a, that's a Sand- sandwich. sandwich. That's a sandwich. And it's a trap. It not, just, it's a not. Trap. It just
3: happened to be filled with bones. Let's not get caught up in the past when we have these two <laughs> yeah. guests here. You know, uh, he was
2: you very, ever, so, go Have ahead. you ever
1: gotten a bone like at a restaurant that you weren't supposed to get? Is that Jetty? You're shaking your head. Yeah, Yeah, this is
2: what was it? Hopefully, a fish sandwich. Because wouldn't it be weird if it was like a chicken sandwich with a fish (laughs) bone? That would be the worst.
1: No
4: fried fish for sure. I've had.
2: I've never had a bone in a sandwich. We uh, we used to work at a restaurant. I had a one time I was uh, waiting tables and I dropped a salad off. It had a locust in it. No, no, no,
3: no, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) It was a giant dragonfly. (laughs)
0: Oh, I thought it
3: was a locust.
0: yeah it was a lot it was it was a beautiful <laughs>
3: bug like it looked like you were like maybe it was a topping if it wasn't in your salad it would be a beautiful bug <laughs> if, if, if,
2: if it was alive and not like dead it, covered it, in it, ranch it'd it would be like a beautiful
3: <laughs> moment like I think this died in something. your something if it hadn't died in your lunch yeah. then it would have been great
2: it was just when you see dragonflies covered with ranch you're like this isn't the beautiful <laughs> moment it should have been that's a deal but not a bone just a, just a big bug
1: so yours was in a sandwich yeah I had, once I went to a restaurant in Lansing, Michigan, yeah. that was famously known for, um, I think it's called the Nightcap. Oh. And it's a place where senators would take their mistresses. Oh. <laughs> um, and it was very dark in there. It was also very fancy. Yeah. And a friend wanted to, he really wanted me to eat the burger there because he was said it was the best burger. Oh my God. We went, we got the burger, and I had steak fries. And what's funny, let me just real
2: quick. <laughs> pa- I want to hear this, but what's funny is like, I don't know where the bone shows up. It could be the fries. It <laughs> could be the burger. I can't wait. I know. You're just dropping so all these like, tidbits. Like, I can't wait. Where it's always wrong, but I can't gonna wait.
3: It's going to be in the like the <laughs> milkshake. <so laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> they had Surprise.
2: a milkshake. And she keeps like, like pressuring it. Like, and then it had a milkshake. And then had a soda. Like, where's the bone? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No,
1: no. I, so I didn't have the bone, but my boyfriend at the time said, there's a bone on my plate. Yeah. and. I looked at his fries and amongst the fries was a bone <laughs> and the waitress came over and my, my ex boyfriend was very quiet and very like his face didn't move a lot when he talked and he said, there's a bone on my plate <laughs> and the waitress laughed and he took the bone and he <laughs> hit the plate so that it made noise. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs>
2: I like that she didn't believe him. She, like
1: she still <laughs> didn't get it. She still didn't get it. She. Uh, it wasn't until she took the plate away, back to the window. Yeah. And we saw her see the bone. Yeah. And like put two and two together that she <laughs> that the customer had not only like that there was a bone, but he tried to tell her about yeah. it. She felt in, the so bad. In, in the fries in the fries. Did he really? Food? Wow. Or did he just send the food back? He he ate everything but the bone. So I would honestly.
2: I honestly think I, if there was a bone in my fry, are there,
1: first, are there language restrictions here? No, no, that's okay. fucked up. <laughs> I think that if
4: I had a
2: bone in my fry, I would still eat the fries. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Cause no, it's you not wouldn't like
4: amongst. No, but like someone had to put their mouth on it and swallow <laughs> well, to have but it. But I'm Uh-oh.
2: assuming it came out of the fryer
4: if that's it's going
2: I mean, with a fryer it should be oh, safe oh, oh actually you, that's a good call because you not yeah. no one serves bones so there was something on that <laughs> on like the bones bone. are not on the menu <laughs> yeah. you know what I honestly didn't make that connection she's right
0: <laughs> <Don't> she <serves laughs> because
2: I thought I thought like well a bone came from something that they deep fried but obviously whatever they deep fried would have meat on at the time mm-hmm. no I, I yeah, changed my answer I shouldn't have
3: eaten that are roast you, fries <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, a, here, here's a question to you two if there's a hair in your food are you sending it back no matter what
1: we... What kind of hair? <laughs> just <the> same sex-
3: <laughs> a long hair. No, 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 that's not it's the question. Not...
1: What hair is it's acceptable
4: like is like the long, question. The only time I won't send it back if it's like an eyelash. Because I don't, you know, my eyelash, oh. I have um, no. really, I have three layers of eyelashes and they fall out a lot. Oh. So it could be very well be my own. Are, the,
3: are this Is it real eyel? You have three layers of real eyelash?
4: Yeah, yeah, my eyelashes are very like oh. thick, oh. and they grow back Ow. really fast. Now,
3: you can tell the difference between the eyelash hair and a head hair. It, yeah, they're just yeah. really
4: short. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I so think can the eyelash do that. hair is probably mine. I don't know so if I
3: could pick an eyelash pick out of hair. a. If we soup. played
2: a game called eyelash hair or head hair,
3: you couldn't play that <laughs> I don't, game. I don't think I'd be good at that game.
2: <laughs> just because you don't have head hair. Well, I've got beard hair. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't look like your eyelashes. No, those there's no are, way. Those are pube hairs. You would know I, the difference. I, I'm saying. Although I really kind of am stuck on the, I have three layers of eyebrows, like the Coneheads. You have you seen the movie the Coneheads because they have three layers of teeth. Is that your <laughs> eyebrows? Is that your uh, yeah?
4: If you like, take a if you take a eyelashes. What do you call that thing? If you take a mascara. Mascara. Yeah, no a spotlight, and you look oh. in there. I have three small layers.
2: Is that, right, is that like a thing? I mean, yeah, is that a like thing. a standard thing? No, it's
4: I think not a it, standard thing. It seems so like a positive, though. She's, she's most special. Most people have she's like she's two yeah, layers. <laughs> but special. that's a positive. I think that's, that's a positive. It's like yeah. a mutant yeah. power. Yeah. That's, that's what that's you're amazing. saying. A lot of yeah. them grow this way instead of growing up. And so those, when they grow... Down, they just fall out. I can
1: uh, confirm as the person sitting next to her that there are three layers
4: there. <laughs> I'm seeing that. third layer. It's luscious. There's so many eyelashes. I
2: mean, the, the good side is like it's always filled in. The bad side is like everyone's wanting like, to get a bone with the eyelash in it.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she knows. Let, yeah. me, let,
3: me, let, me, let me rephrase this question. <laughs> okay. You're eating like a sandwich and you've yeah. eaten 75% of it. Okay. And Honestly, then you find a yeah. hair. I,
4: yeah, I think
2: the, the hair that we, we have to like, say, the hair is a full hair.
3: Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a long a, it's I would a, say a long hair. Let's say it's a I'll long. Let's say 4 inches. It's definitely not a pube. It's like a hip, it's it fell it's out of someone's head. head. I, I would,
4: would I would make it known like hey, yeah. This was here. Cuz you could t- I know my hair. From my hair is curly, kinkly, curly. kinky.
2: <laughs> Curly's fine.
4: There were
1: four choices
2: there.
0: Kinky, yeah. kinkly. <laughs> <laughs> crinkly, <clink>, <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that I feel like I'm I can tolerate a lot. But I think if I had I remember I've had a hair one time. Yeah. And I'd already eaten and I what are you gonna do? like yeah. pulled it out. Ooh. And you like feel it like the thing is you pull it out and yeah. you can feel it in like a back hair like that's a long one. yeah. Oh, and I'm God. pretty gross. But then I thought like I was disgusted but then I thought, I mean, how many hairs is going to be? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the one like I got it. So like the, now now it's definitely clean. So I didn't didn't call it in.
1: I should have. Because you got the worst that could happen. (laughs) It couldn't have gotten worse. That's right. It's all uphill
2: from here. It's all, I mean, if I didn't die from the long hair that was in my throat, then it's all going to be better after that. And the thing
1: is, are you going to trust whatever
3: else comes out? Like for me, if I find it, then I'm going to get rid of it and try to erase it from my mind and just go on. Because I'm not going. If I think about it, I'm not going to trust whatever else comes out. So yeah, I I just always assume that it's a one off. No one's like out there just like cutting their hair into the food. Like, see if they find this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think I've I have the same like. This is my fault. (laughs) 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 I found this. I shouldn't have found this. Um, I'm not going to make a big deal. Are of you, it.
2: are you, you saying, first it. of all, first question, have you found a hair in your food before? Yes. And did you send it back?
1: No, but I, <laughs> no, no, but it wasn't, it wasn't like your, it was yeah. like yeah, what but you're that's talking what, about. That's
2: worse. You found it. Like mine is like, it's, I've already gone through the worst of it. I might as well just press on. Yeah. But yours is like the worst is yet to come. I haven't already, it hasn't been my mouth. Ma- the hair no, hasn't no, been no. in my mouth.
1: I, it was like, I just I just meant it wasn't all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I just
2: always assume they're
3: eyelashes because I don't know the difference. Like, ah, I can't believe that four inch eyelashes came back? <laughs> Somebody has seven layers of eyelashes. Crazy.
1: I, I did send back a pizza one time. Okay. That did not have hair, but it had a big chunk oh. of sponge. What? Like someone what? has, like,
3: if like, someone's like a diaphragm,
1: <laughs> uh, no, dude, no. why would you go we there? The that's fun. where you went. First? Why would you go that? You know, oh, that's. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know what's really funny about a couple things. It's it's, as bad as the sponge comment was. Dyke just spilled his rum, and I. I, You know what's funny is I've never seen anybody spill something in such slow motion. I
1: know. Like he
2: knew it was happening, and you could tell he was like, like his fingers knew it, and they just it wanted to happen.
1: He had to distract from the sponge comment. He was like quick.
4: The exactly. That the is exactly what happened. Like his, his, his I don't know how
2: to burr, detour a bomb. His, his meat hooks trying to grab for that rum. Definitely knew that he made a faux pas. I'm like, listen, man, I'm gonna knock this rum over to help you out of this ridiculous. <laughs> Sponge yes.
3: Comment that you made. I went for a sponge joke. Literally, no one got on board with it. So I <laughs> guess
2: I'll spill on this blanket. I knocked over a thing
0: I'll tell you what, the
2: good th- thing about that is he will risk ruining equipment to get out of a really awkward
4: situation. <laughs> equipment, equipment, a good time, <laughs> friendship, <laughs> <submitted>.
3: <laughs> whatever it takes. Uh, so I did. Changing, ge- changing gears here. Sure. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I cut off your I sponge would. story. No, no, no. Go ahead with this.
1: <laughs> oh, and it's not much story. I <laughs> just found a, like the blue, oh, yeah. the blue kind yeah. of sponge. Where like you know, if you get well, at least the cheap kind of sponge design Sure. By, sometimes you clean something metal and it gets like stuck in the handle of like a pot or something like that. Just like the the, the wiry part of the sponge. Yeah. This this pizza. It just had a lot of that on it. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it. <laughs> so, like a large clump. This is a fantastic, fantastic I, topic. I'm I so sent right. I back.
2: You did see the whole pizza back? Did I, you apologize? Did you say I'm sorry? No, I
1: did not say it was my great. fault that that's great. That's <laughs> great. I think that's my um, uh, fault, though. It's, like, I'm sorry,
2: me. but there's a bunch of sponge on this pizza. Like, you don't have to preface with I'm sorry
3: in that situation. What, what did the, the server was like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> or was it
2: like,
1: Not again. Not again. <laughs>
3: He, I think
1: the server was really stoned. He didn't seem <laughs> to register much that I said, but we eventually got him to understand that we wanted the pizza to go back. Yeah. yeah. We wanted a new one. And
2: you did not want sponge on the More one that pizza. came out. Well, like, no, that was, that was the hardest conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, See the no sponge, sponge on here? None of that. We don't want any of that sponge <laughs> on this pizza.
4: You know what? Then that brings me back to the mistress place. I wonder if she thought you guys were joking about the bone since you know all the boners <laughs> <laughs> what yeah
3: there probably
4: were a lot of yeah. boners mm-hmm. there so-
3: that I, I I'll co-sign on it. Are <laughs> you co-signing on boners? <laughs> because with, <laughs> with earlier when she said it, she was like, oh, that's where the mistresses go. I wanted to be like, yeah, there's a lot of uh, accidental bones, bones that probably showed yeah. up there. That was a joke. Is that, that what I happened? Decided I not to make. This is the thing. Like so I'm I would a comedian. I don't know if
2: like other jokes <laughs> had happened. Like I'm not joking at my table. So maybe were you making other jokes and like, haha, <laughs> this is another bone joke. Is that what happened with the bone?
1: No, 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 no. very real. <laughs>
3: Um, all right, switching gears here. Um, Can't wait. I did. I did, <laughs> see I did want to goes. know. So, uh, I've talked to Natalie. I'm gonna to talk to you in a second, but I've talked to you. I've. T- I've, I've, got, I've been bad. I've got your. <laughs> I'll see well, you after class. We're done uh, with you, Yeah. No, uh, no, I got your origin story on another podcast. So I was gonna ask Jenna, and then I'll we'll ask you. But um, what 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 is it you do for your day job, Jenna? I do
4: two things. Um, so. I'm a HR consultant, human resources consultant. You did that on purpose.
3: It's um, a fake job. You did that on purpose.
4: <laughs> I Well, you know, I started out in grants and contracts, student services. I'm from North Carolina. So I helped people get grant funding and all that. Um, and then when I moved here, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to, you know, help people. Yay. Then I went to HR. Um, Then I decided I hated corporate America and decided that I still wanted to get their money, but I didn't want to work for anybody. So consulting was just the natural route. And so now I work with companies that either don't need HR full time or maybe gone through transition periods. um, Like if their HR person quits, I'll sit in the seat for a while. It's awesome. So that's job one. Job two is I'm also a fitness instructor with LA Fitness.
3: Wow. And you're you're married, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. So that seems like a lot. It seems like you have everything going on for you. Why the hell do you want to do stand-up comedy?
4: <laughs> <laughs> like you, you got I, this awesome life. No, I want. I need stand-up to work, um, so I can quit corporate America. Period. Like it's hard in corporate America for a woman. It's even harder for an African American woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so another reason why I don't want to work in corporate America anymore is I find myself, if I'm in a management position, I'm Usually the only African-American there or the only female or the only African-American female. And it can be draining when you have everyone coming to you to help with their plight. And you're the only one that understands their employee life cycle or what they're going through. And everybody's wanting you to be and speak on their behalf. And it's like, I need to speak up for myself, too. But then I have like all these other people that I have to speak up for and it can be draining. So uh, the stage is my outlet. That's awesome. What was, there.
3: what was like the aha moment of you're like, I should I should start, I should try this out.
4: Um, so I actually never wanted to get on stage. Like I never thought I'd get on stage. Uh, love for comedy came from my my father. We both love stand up. We both love like going to shows and just watching specials and things. And so he got really sick um, in 2017. He was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And right around the time that he took a turn for the worse, uh, I was going to take the course at Helium. And then um, I postponed it because he was on hospice care and all that. And he was like, hey, just you know, promise me that you're still going to do this thing. And so when it came back around um, January of 2020, he passed October of 2019. When it came back around, I took the class. We ended up having the um, graduation showcase the day before his birthday. So then I was like, okay, this this is it. And it felt like home on stage, and now I can't see my life without comedy.
3: Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, I lost my uh, mom about three months after that. It was a fucked up year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then guess what? COVID! But comedy really does uh, add to that levity of life, you know. And uh, I started comedy in a when I was in a just a bad headspace in a bad way, and I was also grieving someone else, and it, it, it helped immensely. Um, you uh, knocked it out of the park, like, your first year. Like, you came on, like, guns blazing. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to just do this comedy. But, like, you came on guns blazing. You turned a lot of heads. You... Did Very well in the Indies Funniest competition, uh, the, your first year in it. I mean, you were like, what, top in the, in the top six? The top six, your wow. very first, I mean, really with COVID, like months into comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to say first year, but it, like, it was, it was, it was months. And, uh, that, I mean, that's a lot for, for anybody, you know, like, that's a lot. And, um, uh, I I, th- I think you really just uh, you really uh, impressed a lot of people. Thank you, in the first year. Natalie, not so much. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can come
1: out of time out now.
3: <laughs> no, Natalie, Natalie, you you a very. I was going to say kind of opposite story because you are a very stage person. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how you do it, Dyke. You know, like, you just really blew people out of the water. It was amazing.
2: You first and then, Natalie, you had the opposite situation yeah. where everybody couldn't have been less blown away. Right? I've never seen disappointment in just a crowd Everybody's that like, didn't know. Wow, Natalie's still here. Yeah. I can't believe that. Can you believe Natalie is still doing it? It's I'm, like, it's Natalie and that guy that only tells the sad stories with the glasses. Sorry, okay, first
3: of all, <laughs> Natalie, I apologize. That was a terrible setup the for your the worst lead-in. Uh, you know what?
2: Let's, it's let's, like let's, you forgot she was here.
3: Let's do this, Natalie. I can't wait. I want to I I make, make this up to you. Let's take a quick break.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going we're <laughs> to
3: come back fresh. We're just Natalie gonna probably won't be I here when to... we come back. <laughs> we're be come back fresh. Like the best break is
2: we just tell Natalie she got to get the hell out of here. Fantastic
3: uh, job today. I want to do a much better <laughs> intro for you when we come back. I promise.
1: All right.
3: Welcome back to the Heart of Brunch podcast. We're here joined with uh, actor, comedian, and just general good human being, Natalie Payton. (laughs) Natalie, thank you for joining us on the program today. Wow. I know you're a very busy person, and there's a lot of stuff you could be doing on your Sunday, but you chose to be here with us. We thank you for that.
1: I'd like to thank my parents (laughs) and the Academy. The best is Dyke has no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah. He has no idea that he's oh, speaking he over the music the oh. I Forget I forgot about that. He cannot <laughs> hear the music. It sounds
2: like it. What's really funny is he's, he's absolutely into yeah, the music. It was it was he was a beautiful intro. no idea. <laughs> Such a beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't even think about the fact right. that he had no idea, but he is completely in tune with the music. Uh, yeah. It definitely sounded like you were about to be introduced to your own show from the 1970s. Yeah, That's what it sounded
3: like. We do do musical intros here on my show. No, I I not, forgot, not I forgot like that it was that. amazing though welcome back to the heart of <laughs> practice <laughs> podcast i tried to give i'm not redoing it because that it was, was great i really thought you sounded music. like you it meant to amazing. do it a really good intro welcome to your uh, show i would like to clarify some statements i made before the break <laughs> yeah um i did not mean to say that um jenna was wonderful and that therefore you were the opposite that you yeah. were not wonderful. You did, what,
2: however, I, say specifically that she had the opposite. What, situation. what I, I did say let, that let,
1: word. Let, let, let me, I am everything, Jedis. So. <laughs> let, me,
3: let me let me clarify that is to say that uh, uh, you have an abundance of, yeah. of stage experience. Yeah. So, like transitioning to stand up comedy was a little bit different for me because you were. More of a right. more of a uh a ham. A ham, yeah. More of a <laughs> a person of the arts. Mm-hmm. Help me right. out here, Natalie. It's, <laughs> <European or>. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's true, it's true. I did have yeah. I have always been a ham. I have always uh loved a stage. Yeah. Well take and take uh, us I back. can't help it so. Take
3: us back a little bit. You you moved, you oh. went to IU.
1: I did. I, I went to IU for grad school um, in English literature. And, and then you
3: were like, I can't find a job, so I need <laughs> yeah. to do something.
1: There were so many things I couldn't do. Uh, finish a <laughs> dissertation was one of them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I went the academic route and I, um, it was a good experience, but the prospects leading out from it didn't seem Like what I wanted, and, uh, you know, it's a bad labor situation, and I knew I needed to quit, and...
2: What was the goal when you... I always ask this when people do this, and when you get that master's, what were you hoping to get? Were you hoping what happened from that?
1: I was like living in a fantasy world where I would be, you know, um Mr. Chips or like Robin Williams <laughs> in Dead Poets Society, oh. like changing hearts and yeah. getting people to like theater and yeah. you know, changing minds. So I, I wanted to be a professor in academia and teach and young minds
2: one, awaken young minds. That's yeah, what you wanted to do. And, yeah. and
1: truly I still feel like the part that hasn't changed is that I definitely still feel that the arts are important and yeah. that they are like a, they do change lives and yeah. i i don't I haven't given that up, but like the first sure. thing you learn in academia um, is that like
3: you don't talk about it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And you're all fighting each other for the same <laughs> small pot of money. I was gonna
2: say, you, I, I was gonna say, because I feel like in that situation, I think what would maybe happen is that you realize that a lot of people saw Dead Poet Society like a lot. <laughs> Like a lot of people saw it, and like it wasn't like Robin Williams walked into a job like that's that's a that's a good job that he walked into, and then a lot of people thought like I would love to do that job, but there was yeah. like seven of them. Well, and also
1: a child in his class committed suicide. Yeah, so, you know, well, yeah well, honestly, yeah, you know, that's
2: true. Like Robin Williams didn't do a very good job. There,
1: yeah, there, it wasn't the the best model, but. <laughs> No I, you uh you learn right away that like if you like teaching, then academia is not the place that you want to be because teaching is the labor they get you to do for yeah. nothing, nothing and yeah. everything else is what's important, and that's yeah. like the part that I enjoyed, so yeah. I had to get out of there.
2: <laughs> so what are you doing now with your all your degrees? what
3: is
1: all my degrees <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it sounds like a soap opera.
0: All yeah. <laughs> oh, my you trees
1: keep turning. Oh god! Like
3: sands through the hourglass. So, so, all my student yeah, loans. All my
1: money. Yeah. <laughs> all my debt. I'm right back into. Ooh. Yeah. I um. I too work in corporate America. Oh. Um. I am a content developer for a large corporation that makes training for other corporations. Wow. That sounds just terrible Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not the most exciting job but it gives me health insurance and it pays yeah, bills. Nice. Nice, That's nice, nice. yeah. And, and occasionally i do get to work on something more fun um but i honestly kind of like that some of my work is boring because like my brain can only do so much yeah, yeah. and if you give all your energy to like like I don't want to be too engaged <laughs> in my job because I need to be engaged in the things that I care about, yeah. and you only have you so wanna, much energy. You don't want to care so, about so, your job. So,
3: so what my takeaways here is, you two are both very smart, talented, yeah. goofballs. Yeah, no one's applying now. And, and you weren't, you weren't getting enough goof juice out of your normal life. Yeah, yeah. And so you're like, yeah. I should go be a professional clown. That's what <laughs> yeah. I should Wait, do. Wait, but really yeah.
2: fast, are you making the training videos that people watch, like where there's like. Hi, I'm Jill, and that shirt, that skirt looks fantastic. Like, are you making those videos? (laughs) Sexual harassment. (laughs) 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 Sexual harassment videos. I've seen your work. It's terrible. (laughs) It's intense, and they're so long.
1: Sometimes they're videos. Sometimes they're like. Are you really doing those? Though that's amazing. Yes, actually, honestly, that's amazing. And sometimes the voiceover too. That's actually the most fun part of my job. Are you doing the voiceovers? Sometimes I feel like you you downplay what you're doing. That's actually a really good job. Well,
3: because. I wanted to say this all the time, but you have a very NPR kind of soothing voice. Thank she's like, a, uh, what's a fresh air? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't feel like you see it. Like she, like she's actually I like gross, her. but I'm saying like she has a great radio voice. She does voice. have a good voice. Yeah. She does have a good voice. Before. Uh, like, uh, I'll now, give her she's, that. She's very <laughs> no. gross. So can you, can <laughs> no. you
3: Could you possibly walk us through like a, uh, like a sexual, uh, harassment? What? What? <laughs>
2: Okay, well, you're in you're in the situation right now. How would this we video go
3: if Dyke had you were in a real you situation mean, and, yeah, and Dyke yeah. was a sexual no, terrorist? No, uh, so. Sorry, not to be gross. I meant as an improv activity. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> let, let me be clear that I, I don't f- <laughs> I don't work solely on sexual <laughs> harassment content. Yeah, usually like. About but when you're making your
2: sex videos, like just walk us through one, I think is what Dyke said.
3: Dike, I can't can believe he can said some, that. Some music, some appropriate. Music. Well, really,
2: what's really funny is Dyke uh, insulted you and he re- tried to recover for it. Is like, Hey, can you walk us through one of those sex videos? Like, no, man, you're fucking it up again, but it's still you're
3: goddamn it, goddamn it, Dyke. At least he only almost spit it out this I time. Just, this I time. just, I nah, just, I just wanted to hear. Look, you yeah, were, you were how how you, were, you were, you were halfway on board. You're like, let's improv this. I'm <laughs> yeah, is ready. Improv it. Yeah. I just want to hear what your narrator.
2: What voice she was improvising was what she would say
3: legally speaking,
2: because you broke the law. That's what she was going <laughs> to say. God damn it!
1: Well, sometimes there's character stuff, and sometimes there's. It is mostly narrator stuff that I do. But really, yeah,
2: that's. that's, a, that's that, I feel like you downplay that. That's actually but, a pretty awesome. cool job.
1: But that's not. That's like if I'm lucky. But it's still mm. pretty fun if you're doing the. Con- oh yes, no that content that,
2: for the training videos. Listen, I. I have to give those people the videos, I have to watch those videos. I actually have one that's overdue right now. They're hilarious. Oh yes. Like they're not they're yes. they're long and that they, they do this thing now, which I'm sure you do this now where you have to be engaged where it used to be you could turn it on and oh, yes. like do other stuff. Yeah. But they have all these weird engagement buttons that yes. they do. If I I'm looking at them, I hate it. But being part of it would be hilarious because you have to like make people like. I'm gonna make them push this button. Oh yeah, <laughs>
4: like, yeah they yeah. have yeah, to the like 50 second
2: video. Yeah, they're, and they're you have to like you have you're like you're, I would imagine that you have some like obligation to put like interactivity into like every 30 seconds because people just like leave it on. I and, wish
3: you were the voice of the. <laughs> I
2: would be great. I would love it. It would be amazing.
3: Hey guys, don't do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are there? Is there
3: like a buzzer? It's, and always, then like a it's,
2: it's always like it's always like they do the video of like someone just being completely inappropriate in an office situation. Like, can you tell us what Bill did wrong? Like thats, yes, that, that's yes. how it always is.
3: And they're—they're they're just amazing. I get—I get the only videos I can like think about now are like the safety videos where someone's like, "I'm gonna get this acid off this top shelf." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then they pause. This is why we don't do yeah. this. No, I always like the uh, heat exhaustion and ladder safety videos. <laughs> you have a good voice for that, though, are you? You, you have a really
2: good chance that I've seen your you I've heard your voice before. Wait, are, you,
3: are you the voice of heat exhaustion? Did you, did you talk about ladder safety? I think i I've, I've,
2: I've seen your work. You were really good. You're really good in how to lift boxes with your back, not your legs. Really? <laughs> it was really good.
4: Um,
3: let's talk about you guys' friendship. What's going on with that? How? Oh.
0: What is going on with that?
2: I didn't think it was a wow. thing until they brought it up. Wow. It's a thing. Yeah.
1: I am feeling interrogated. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is the worst interviewing he's ever done. no. no, no, no. He's he's not going to always like this. No, no, no. no. This is, this, this well, is good well, stuff. No, I, go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: Uh, we met in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. um, Takara Mallard. Yeah, um, she's doing big things. I know, she's awesome. Yes. She she hit me up in sight unseen and she was like, hey, let's do this show in Columbus. And I was like, great, let's go. And um, they talked about it. And she was like, I'd never seen Jed on stage before.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> before
4: the show. So I was like, a lot of faith there. Um, but then I met Natalie. She did an amazing, like, we all did an awesome job that night. It was night. a great show. And I was like, okay, let's stay connected.
1: Yeah. Where was that? We've,
4: yeah. We stayed connected.
1: Yeah. It was, well, and it's funny because that show is how Takara and I met also. <gasps> oh. And then she hadn't seen you and you two drove together to Columbus. Yes. And then I met you. I was so excited to see Takara again because I hadn't seen her since right before. I had met her in February of 2020. Mm, and I was then. like, oh, I can't. I'm connecting with this amazing comedian who I and friend who I like can't wait to spend. Nothing more time can stop with. this friendship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that that first Columbus show had this like, you know, not, don't stop us now. Everything's gonna be great. And then um this was kind of like coming back around and then the new piece was meeting Jetta. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really great. And I feel like it's just, it's just begun. I, I've since found out that Jetta loves food, especially ice cream as much as I do. Um, we have a lot of plans to eat ice cream together. Yeah, <laughs> That's how this I, friendship is going. Oh yeah.
3: I was watching you guys at the pop-up today and I was like, I don't understand why they don't, I, I wasn't, it was from afar, I was like, I don't understand, you guys have a, such an interesting dynamic, I was like, they should have a podcast, yeah. or a TV show, yeah. or something going on, like, you guys, gotta do something, you gotta do something together. We're
4: working they on it. Yeah, we're we're working on it. You could podcast, here. I have my Food and Funny uh, show that I used to do, and I've been trying to get it off the ground, so maybe 2022 will be the year that works out.
3: Isn't it crazy that it's like 2022, like we're, like we're already here? Yeah. Um, oh yes. I I just think it's very interesting because comedy is definitely not a thing where I don't know what your experience was starting off, but it was a, it was I started off with like a friend and kind of a writing pal, so I kind of entered in with somebody, and then about three months into it, uh, she got pregnant, mm. and then just kind of quit doing comedy, and mm. then I was just like, well, this is weird all by myself. I mean, I'm a grown ass man, and I was just like. Going yeah. to mics and stuff, and everyone's like twenty six, and I was just like, uh, I don't know. yeah, I like walking past people's lunch tables. Is like, can't sit here, yeah. you know, like it's it's not there are lunch s-
2: tables at the comedy club. That's what it felt oh, like. Yeah.
3: <laughs> And it was like, it's it's not a super
2: welcoming vibe. Uh, I think a lot of it's because you started doing comedy at Junior High Cafeteria.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was a yeah. big part so of why it didn't work out. Like he sh- I-,
2: I told him not to. He's like, that's where the money Th-
3: is. Is this someone's dad? <laughs> <laughs> he looks lost. Pizza I all right, that. kids? Like, I don't think this is the place for you, man. He just kept yelling sponge. He's <laughs> got oh, a lot God. of sponge jokes. He got a of this pizza. Like, I think this is the wrong place, dad. <laughs> but, um... I de- but like it's I don't know it's definitely cool like once you do start like making those connections and making friends with people in comedy
1: and it is I would say that it is like harder to you meet a lot of people, but you don't necessarily connect with everyone, mm-hmm. and I feel like the friends I've had in comedy or or friendships that are newly blossoming uh <laughs> are are like rarer than one, like, I definitely, I don't know if you guys have this where people are like, oh, you comics just hang out all the time and you're all friends, and it's like, well, most people are friendly. We're lucky that we have like yeah, a pretty yeah, friendly sure. and welcoming yeah. scene yeah. in that way. It's not like a a Boston or something like that, but, it, you know, I... A
3: lot I, of stabbings up there in Boston.
1: <laughs> yeah I, no, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, that's not where she was going with No, that. but... <laughs> You know, we can acknowledge the stuff. Way to take it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do feel like the connections are they're rarer, but when they when they're there, they're very real and you're like, Oh, I'm I need to pay attention yeah. to this. And I I have appreciated that aspect of comedy where like, I mean, we were talking about this earlier at the pop-up, like the badass women that we've gotten to meet. Yeah. um, That, like, I don't know how I would have met Jetta otherwise, you know? And <laughs> is, I'm really glad for that. And we
4: met in another state. Right, right. Yeah, we didn't even meet
1: here. Although, right. I will say, when you are talking about Jetta's rising star, when, the way that I first saw Jetta was, like, you were on, like, every poster. And that yellow <laughs> background of your photo, I was just, like, I... Like, her energy... This is going to make me sound, like, really woo-woo, but, like, yeah. her energy is so friendly. And, like, that <laughs> yellow color, like, it just... Wow. It, it was such an accurate, you know, um version of yourself that you're sending out into the world. And I was like, she looks cool. I yeah. can't wait to meet her. And you know then what I the, did.
2: The thing about training videos is that you think, <laughs> you think <laughs> well, that you think that the people that are doing the training videos, they probably don't talk like that in real life. Yeah. But meeting you, I feel like you did. It's good to know that you actually you do. The only thing I would say about comedians though, and I, and I there was a stand-up community that talked about this. When you're you're in a circle of people that are doing comedy for professionally. Like, those are the funniest, most entertaining people in that circle. Even when they're not the best. It's the same as like pizza yeah. so pizza. And and it, it is one of those things where like that those are fun people to hang out with because they're actively pro they're proactively trying to be entertaining and funny. Yes. And it's really hard not to stay in that in that sphere on a regular basis. I don't know if you guys feel like that.
4: I I feel like um the people who are really trying to do it, you'll eventually come into contact with them because they're they're out there and they're doing it. So you have people who teeter in it. Um, those people, I don't think they gravitate towards me because I'm a person that's going to hold you to your word. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I think coming in, and and maybe this is a good contrast because I don't know when you started doing comedy, but I started doing comedy at 32. So I'm like. I don't have a lot of time to waste, so I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I can't sit down. I can't not go to a mic. I'm at a mic five days a week, six days a week. If they don't have it here. I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to yeah. Ohio. I'm going to go somewhere and get on stage. So the motivation is different. But when you have someone that's starting out maybe 18, 19, 20, and they don't know that yet, uh, maybe those aren't the people I'm going to hang around. I may, you know, help you and teach you. But if I don't see that you're taking that, then I'm like, okay, well, you you have some maturing that you need to do before. Sure. But, um but being around comedians and being around the people that are really doing it, you'll you'll be in the same you'll run in the same circles. Yeah, it'll be organic. And for me, I'm all about helping people. So if at any time I can recommend her for a show, I'm like, I can't be on every stage, I can't be in every city. Um, so I wish there was more of that in mm-hmm. in the yeah. comedy world. Where you know, if I'm like, hey, I did a show in Kentucky, and I think she would be great in this market, send five or six people, do this show, and. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's bring Kentucky to Indiana, and let's, you know, we're all like two hours away. So let's run it back and forth. You know,
2: do you do you see it as being supportive? Because Jeff Oskey was on here, and he he was talking about how when people are here, they're very happy about helping people here. But they're when when it's about helping people. Uh, in, I forgot that I'm on a podcast, so no one can see. Do you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see more hand gestures like, so yeah, uh, we, we like, like it. Make sure that audio uh, has a lot of hand gestures. But when people are like, when you're above somebody, you can help them in lower lower scale. You can you're definitely that. But you're helping people like level where you are, or like even get above. It's harder to to see. It's you see less and less people helping people to get up or at that at the same point you are. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you you see less collaborative when you people are trying to get equal?
4: I see, I see less of it, but I don't think it should be that way no. because um, my audience is not everybody else's audience. So right. my audience is probably not Natalie's and hers is not mine, but sometimes they'll mesh together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if there's a place where I'm like, mm, you know, I might do well here, so I'm going to try it out, but I know she'll do even better. Uh, I think that's the Southerner in me. I'm all about helping people and, like, we love connecting people. So I don't see anyone as a threat. I don't see anyone as competition. I am my own competition. I am my biggest, you know. So um, you'll you'll definitely see that. I see that a lot. But for me, I think it's different because I understand that what's for me is for me. And so if if it's supposed to happen for me, it'll happen.
1: I think, too, that it depends on, like, what people are trying to achieve. Because when I think about, like, People in the Midwest running like Dan and Amber, their show, and mm-hmm. like people in Michigan and people in Kentucky. I think there is like a cool exchange yeah. of support that's happening. Um, Amber just asked me the other day about who should come to Freaks with Beaks next. Right. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'm sure you've got these people, but here's some other people. And yeah. like that, I think that is different than people competing for like club space and right. time, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that's sure. a very. So if people are, and obviously it's not like one has to pick just one, but if if people want to do more of the like DIY shows, there's maybe a little bit more open support exchange Mm -hmm. there. I've certainly seen that um, where like with the club, there may be very good reason where people, there's more um, high (laughs) profile. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, Yeah. or or, those are credits. I was like, say it. (laughs) it. It's very cutthroat. Because people yeah. are buying for credits.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's, right. the stakes are higher and the time is more precious, uh, mm-hmm. and weighted. So I feel like that's very it's right. harder to find that.
2: Because there's only so many spots, right? I mean at exactly. some point it has yeah. to be cannibalistic because only so many people can be slaughtered in a certain spot. Sesame's to be tough. And because it, it's it's collaborative and everyone wants to help everybody, but it's like right. where do you where is that line drawn? Because you have to yes. it's only yeah. somebody only so many people can get to that whatever that spot is.
4: And that's the thing is, um, because we're in the Midwest, we're so close to other cities. So, you know, I haven't gotten a weekend at the premier club here. Um, I've gotten spots some nights. But I'm like, also, well, I'm from North Carolina, so I can go home and get shows there. I can go to Atlanta and get shows there. So I encourage people, sometimes you have to move out to move up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, you know, if you, you might not be there yet because I'm only, I'm not even two years in. So there are people who are getting the weekends who are five, six, you know, 10 years in. And I have to respect that because they put in sure. the time for that. But there's nothing wrong with me going to my, you know, my area, the Southern region and getting booked with a major headliner. Yeah. Cause it's not taking away anything from this scene. So um, I always encourage people to do that. Like, Hey, go! To, I go to Chicago a lot. I've you know worked with people who are Def Jam and Comic View and all of this, and so it's like, hey, you may not. It just it's not your time, but don't be upset about that. Do other things so that way when they call you right. up, you're ready. For right, it right, right. And you you just haven't been sitting waiting in the wings. You're actually ready for that opportunity. No, that's
2: a
3: good call. You guys were talking about some of the really good and interesting um, experiences and in doing comedy stuff. What are the the, the opposite of that what, the, what have been the terrible experiences doing doing stand-up comedy hmm. is it this is that why you
2: don't
4: it's the risk um but so when i started it was a different motivation and i think a, a lot of people when they're starting out um, if you don't have a, a source of income outside of comedy or mm-hmm. if you can't, yeah. you know, if you can't travel and still make money, that can be a downside of it. Sure. I've been fortunate yeah. enough because I'm, you know, I can work remote or whatever. I feel like you're the
3: most grown up person I know. Then, stand <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah.
4: You know, I can travel and be like, all right, I can mm-hmm. work during the day in my hotel. Um, the contract I'm at now, I'm they're headquartered in Chicago, so I've been. Back and forth to Chicago for shows, and I'm like, oh, great! So I can just go to their home office and still do things. So um, the downside of it, if I weren't established in my career, would be you know not having enough money or you yeah. know, taking losses on shows, and that's the biggest thing is taking losses on shows because when I met Natalie, I was promised twenty dollars for that show, and I was like, hey, that's gas money. Hey, you know, there's no, yeah. um, there's no win, lose, or draw here. It's just breaking even. I ended up getting way more, which was Mm -hmm. awesome. But for some people, $20, Mm they can't, you know, that's something they can't do. And so so Mm -hmm. I feel like some people don't go far or end up eventually quitting because at the beginning, there's a lot of self-investment there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that is, that could be the the bad part. Yeah. Yeah, There's a buried entry. And it's like with anything, like if you want to get into acting or anything, you have to Take acting classes. You have to pay for that, mm-hmm. and a lot of people just aren't ready for that part. They're just like, I want the glory, but they don't want to, you know, go through the rest of it. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. I, I, unfortunately, I haven't had to stay in those, you know, the rundown motels because I can use my my corporate points. You know, like all these, I'm like, <laughs> I know got that's it a all bad. It out. Part, <laughs> you, know, you know, the but, old corporate points. Yeah, you- but it's like if I if I can turn a a comedy trip into a work trip. Psh, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 hell yeah, yeah. Is, is there it? Is there anybody? Well, that's... not to
3: interrupt, but if you ever need anyone to open up for you on the, you know, <laughs>
2: there you go. There you go. <laughs> Staying at the Hilton. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the... my
3: calendar wide open.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but there's, it's. I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to to only do. I, th- I feel like the thing about comedy though is that you can have a day job and then do
3: that. you almost have comedy. to to a certain point. But yeah, a lot of people will be like ones that they're really ready to abandon like I work at Little Caesars and anytime this comedy yeah, stuff happens I, 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 we,
2: we, you know what's funny is we've had a lot of themes of uh the buy-in of comedy is in the last couple episodes we've had but I yeah. think that that's that's pretty standard I mean I, I definitely when I have the job that I have now like when I started out I had two jobs because the, when you start doing any job it doesn't pay bills especially I mean college tuition and all that and, and having to pay that back whatever the job you get out of college it does not pay for your the loans that you took out like that is something where you have to like it. You have to go hard for a but th- while.
3: This is what a psychopath uh, Jetta is. She does your job and my job together. <laughs>
2: so do I, dude. I'm on this show, you <laughs> son of a bitch.
4: I'm doing this. Hey,
3: Take you two hours a week.
2: That's great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I'm a psycho. But then I also I spend a lot of time you, with Tara. my husband. I spend a lot of time with family. Yeah,
2: I don't talk to my family. Anymore. I have That's to schedule
4: people. our date nights. And yeah. yeah. these on my calendar.
3: I'm gonna assume you're a workaholic. Yeah, I am.
4: Yeah, yeah. But that that, that
3: drives you. That that yeah. you need that, or you feel. Uh, well, how how do you feel if you're not doing all those things?
4: Uh, I feel like I'm relaxing. <laughs> 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 Sleeping I is what that time, is like. And I think a lot of people they think about because when I consult, I normally consult part time. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. very if I take a full time contract, it has to be temporary. It's usually no more than two months or three months. But normally, I'm only working like. 25 30 hours a week. And I I encourage people to look at it because if you can get in a situation where you can do this, you can still pull a full-time salary salary working part-time.
0: Yeah. If
4: you you know, if you do it right. Um, so then that you know, then I'm like, all right, I work out anyways, so I'm gonna be at the gym. Why not get paid for it? Why not get paid for it plus get a free membership? So That's these are smart. all. I started turning passions to paychecks, is what I call it. Yeah. So yeah. If, yeah. if you're gonna do TM. something, <laughs> you know, try to figure out a way that you can monetize it. And yeah. so it doesn't to me; those two things don't really feel like work a lot because it's something I enjoy doing, anyways. So it's like, well, hey, if I'm spending three, four days at the gym, three three days out of the week, I'm getting paid for it. The other one, I'm doing it for myself.
3: Yeah. So. Do you have a Military background yourself or? Yeah. Oh uh, okay. uh, <laughs> that's a big
4: part of it it's all yes, now. we should We should join um, the military I grew up I was, with the military family I was gonna say that because grandfather I was in for I didn't go I didn't even make it to basic training because they screwed up my paperwork but I was uh, in um, like the, the military, military was program. wrong in
2: your situation like that's how well you're doing and like the <laughs> military the was wrong like I was They're on good. the shit in the I military to get I was shit ready out. I was
4: <laughs> ready to <laughs> go um, they messed up like I'm flat footed plus I had um, I had food allergies back then so the medic um at meps is what they call it the medic he did not record that on my paperwork and so Mm. you have to have like special dog tags for that so they don't feed you things that you can't eat and so then they pushed my my ship date six months and i was like i can't go without working for six months so then i started Mm. in my career and i was like now i don't want to (laughs) go so yeah so but yeah very structured i love structure because it's a
2: different thing where it's like where she's saying like I like going to the gym so I, I'm a you're an instructor fitness instructor like we couldn't you couldn't do that I couldn't do that I couldn't walk into a gym like I'd like to be a fitness instructor uh, so put I me, me at the head
3: of the class
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I will like, be I like, teaching this class. Today. I enjoy working out, and I'd like to teach someone what I do. Really? Like, what do you do? Like a lot of laying down, honestly.
3: Like <laughs> you'd be surprised. You do yoga. My workout, my workouts are going to be very easy for people. I feel
2: like I to have a lot of attendance. As you was
3: just like, you get paid for your passions. I'm like, I can get paid to cry in the bathroom. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't know that someone's paying Dyke to, like, to dress like
2: a chef and be in a bathroom, and someone's sliding her to like get him out of there. Like, if you can make money doing that, that'd be great.
3: Can you drop a beat for me? Be a millionaire. Son? Oh my god Two of Indy's best So
2: great I would say that before, you, before you get into the, Like the outros Yeah This is the best uh, Both of them have the best Voices Yes Of people we have like, That's why I just, think
3: They should do a show together
2: They should definitely Do a show yeah, together You know it'd show. be great If they knew people That had like Podcasting <laughs> equipment Where they could come over <laughs> Living in like a, haunt, like a Haunted mansion That you can come over to <laughs> do a podcast <laughs> in That'd be great We could do
3: that um, Thank you so much For being on the show Natalie Boehner Where can people find you And follow you On social media
1: You can find me at haunted underscore neighborhoods on Instagram NP Bainty on Twitter and Natalie Bainter on Facebook.
3: Thanks for making it easy for us.
1: Why is it haunted neighborhoods again? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember.
3: (laughs) Hey, let's branding. Okay. Uh, Jetta V.
4: Um, You can find me on all platforms at Jetta V, J-E-T-T-A-V comedy.
3: It. Nice. Do you, do you see what she's doing yeah, over there. I, yeah, so I, I, I got a lot to learn. <laughs> Chris King, where can we find you?
2: Uh, I'm doing that uh, the Snap podcast again for. It's Hawkeye. Back. It's I'm back. back. I'm back. It's, did,
3: Hawkeye's so fun. Hawkeye's so fun. Hawkeye's so fun. it's amazing.
2: It's the yeah. it's it makes uh, Falcon, Wonder Soldier look terrible. Yeah. I think it's a terrible show. It's, but uh, I recorded three episodes this morning. It was daunting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. A so it's we're back on there. That's great. There's, are other, you guys, uh, there's other episodes. About the secret daredevil Easter eggs. Yeah dude He does I okay, don't talk about okay. it at all yeah. Like I just I guide him into Whatever he talks about And it's It's a lot of I think the podcast The Drive is like It's a crazy person Talking about all the Marvel stuff mm-hmm. And then me like Yeah dude Let's move along Like I just want to Get out of there yeah. But I think that's what You're
3: that's, the reasonable Person really, on the podcast yeah, That's the thing
2: I don't I don't recommend it For anybody Who's not like Super into like yeah. Getting deep Into the dark holes Of Marvel But I read comic books a lot And I'm definitely like I don't want I to I know all this And I don't want to Know any yeah. of it I want to move along.
3: <laughs> I, I love it. I love getting it's real yeah. real, real nerdy. Yeah, uh, it's real real nerdy. Sauce Lord Zach. If you haven't joined our Patreon, please consider it. That's www.patreon.com backslash harder brunch. Only $3 and you get all the after brunches you can handle.
2: Do they get free hot sauce? <laughs> is that what the deal is? Oh yeah, and they get a free and hot
3: sauce. No no no, 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 We're not saying that on the air. We're well, not I doing that we,
2: anymore. I thought we like the Patreon. He's a free hot house. sauce.
3: Wouldn't that be how you do it if you're going to entice somebody to be on the yeah. Patreon? you know, on what? the Patreon. You you know get a free if you, hot you sign sauce. up this week, get free hot sauce. Free hot, how about hot sauce. That? Free Zach hot we'll drive it
4: to your house. You will be
3: within a ten mile radius.
4: If you, yeah, I think if you're in the or they can come to a
2: show.
3: Yes. If you're
2: in the Indianapolis Even area, better. And you, when you sign up, you give us your address. We will drive the hot sauce to one of the people that host this show. will drive the hot sauce to your house if you're in the Indianapolis area.
3: I'm a producer. Yeah. You would definitely <laughs> do it, Zach.
2: I would do it. We with, may hang out. We
3: may never leave. We, we may just show up. Yeah, we, hot sauce that would be a problem. Like now, we have nothing. Yeah, yeah. We do not We're have better, than better than than to do. New, honestly, yeah. Uh, all right we'll see it thank you guys so much for listening and once again thanks everybody that came by the pop-up it was so much fun uh, and we'll see you next time